So I think as a kid, I was always like kind of challenged to dim my light, I guess, because I was like, I don't want my friends being like, you take ballet, you do all this stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Lala Hamilton, you do Thanksgiving Day Parade and everybody finds out who you are. <laughs> what was that like? Like all of a sudden, you know, you just you go onto your Instagram and you're like, wait, what happened? <laughs> like tag me in something I'm like no we were just on TV and so when you're like I need a day I need a week I need to reset people are like why I'm doing this every day have you ever prepared for a show when you prepare for a show there's 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 a list of things that go before that hey guys this is Ray Baynard and you're tuned into Suave Sessions Where did you grow up? What was um, what was what was growing up like? What was childhood like? Uh, childhood. I was born and raised in New Jersey, Linden, New Jersey. Um, yeah, I, I've been there. I was born in Livingston, New Jersey, but always been a Jersey kid. But I've been there, you know, until I went to college, and uh, it, it wasn't uh, anything spe special, but it wasn't anything um, uh, that I didn't enjoy. I didn't have a crazy childhood growing up. It was pretty normal. I went to a regular school. I didn't go to any performing arts school, but um, I started dancing about the age of three, pretty much as soon as I could jump around. And um, yeah, wow. yeah, that's been my life. Uh, so, where's Livingston at? Livingston, it's it's a little bit more uh, uh, central Jersey. Uh, okay. South, but yeah, I, right now I live in, in North Jersey now. So, never, okay. never, thought, never. I mean, because you're <laughs> never you're in New York. Yeah, yeah, it's just, I feel like it's just easier. I feel like working in Manhattan and living in Manhattan is just overstimulating. And so I was like, well, I'm, you know, somewhat familiar with Jersey. And then I you know, found a spot uh, quite close to the city across yeah. the Jersey. So yeah, it is nice. Nah, it makes life easier. I lived in uh, Brooklyn for six years and was working in Manhattan. And it wasn't until I would leave out of the city that I realized how draining being in New York City can be. Oh, so it was, it's like I would leave on vacation and sleep and it it made me mad, but I didn't realize like I never stopped moving when I'm home. So yes. yeah, truly, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, three years old, you start dancing. Um, what inspired it? Like who, who were you watching that made you want to start dancing at three? Goodness, uh, my mom, she, um, just jumping around with me. Uh, she was a choreographer. She was a, you know, a dance instructor at the, the church. What is it? The dance team. Uh, mm -hmm. Team, and you know, she would take African dance classes and sing it. So that was always a part of my life. She was doing it, and um, I would watch her take African dance class when I was like, probably couldn't even, couldn't even walk barely. And then I would go home with her. I would sit and watch the whole class and she would be in the mirror trying to go over the choreography. And I'm like, oh, you missed a step. And I would just <laughs> up and do it. And she's like, what are you doing? Like, how do you how do you know what's going on? And you know, from then I've just been jumping around and um, yeah, she's been my mirror in that in that way. Yeah. Wow. Is your is your mom is she still alive? 
she passed. She actually she passed away. Okay. Uh, I want to say back in 2010, so almost almost 12 years. Um, yeah, she had cancer, but um, yeah, wow. she 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 was uh, amazing while she was alive for sure. Yeah, no, I just I pick up on like you. So like when you're talking about her, like your your face kind of like blue or went into a glow. I don't I don't know if blue is a word, um, but your face started glowing. Yeah. So it's like I was trying to figure out like that connection was. So sorry that you that you lost her. I know that's hard. I I don't know that's hard. I can imagine how hard it is. It's not something I'm ready to experience yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was uh, one of my biggest supporters, and I was hers. You know what I mean? She was, she was an incredible, incredible person, but also an incredible artist. I think that's why I wanted to um, do this, and I believed I could uh, because yeah. someone like her uh, to watch and to kind of emulate. I mean, she would, man, I'd just watch her on stage anytime she would perform, even at church. Her facial expressions, and the way she would move her body, I was like. I can I can totally do that, and I think because I had that, yeah, I, yeah, I, it's stuck. It's stuck like glue, so to speak. Yeah, no, yeah. I understand. So when you when you start dancing now, you're you're getting older. Um, dance for for males is always harder because of the social experience of dancing and. The neighborhood, like, were you, were you challenged with those same things? Like, yeah. I don't have to beat you up because I'm a dancer. Like, <laughs> you, you can well, still catch hands. Like, don't don't well, get it twisted. I think I think people don't mean they don't realize. Um, you know, when they're ignorant of something, they don't realize uh, what it takes yeah. to do it. They don't realize that they they, they, they don't fill your shoes because they don't they can't understand what what your life is like. Um, so I think as a kid, I was always like kind of challenged to dim my light, I guess, because I was like, I don't want my friends being like, you take ballet, you do all this stuff. You know what I mean? Right. I, start, I started with tap when I was about seven years old um, because I was like, let's start with tap. You know, I, I didn't want my, my friends to be making fun of me. So I started with tap. And then, you know, the teacher was saying to me that you got to You got to do more. You got to have more genres under your belt as, a, as an artist, especially as a, as a male dancer. You need that. Um, yeah, and so I started dance classes and ballet classes, so on and so forth. But yeah, I was like, I didn't want people to know that. But I think as I got older, <laughs> I got older it's just um, yeah, it was a an amazing feeling to be able to connect with people through movement. And so I was like, yeah, forget dim in this light. I gotta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think the the older you get, um, especially after you leave like that school age um, era. The older you get, the more it's respected because we understand as people who are not dancers, I can't do that. And we can try some stuff and then it's like, yeah, I really can't do that. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's the realism of understanding like the skill that it takes to do anything on those levels. Um, yeah. So going, going out of high school, did you, step back first. When you, when you go into ballet, yeah. Um, every every guy that I've talked to that has went into ballet from intermediate to professional has said that was actually one of the hardest challenges of their dance careers because of the technicality of it and then the flexibility that it takes. And it's not just some practice, it's a lot 
of practice to oh. get everything right. Um, what was what was being a ballet dancer to you going from tap into ballet? You know, I, I feel like I always just loved dance. Um, I just did. And so I, I wasn't really, I don't want to say I was a strong student. I didn't take ballet seriously until I got into college. Um, I was taking ballet classes and the teacher, she was like, Ray, you, you got to go harder. Like, you're not, you're not sweating. You don't know the combinations, like what's going on. And when she mm -hmm. said that to me, obviously I'm being graded as a student, went to school for dance. So I, I started to pull up and there was some, some, this, this awareness, um, that I had of my body that I, that I don't think I would be able to understand my body the way that I do. If it wasn't for ballet, if it wasn't for dance, there are, are things that like doing eight shows a week, you have to be very consistent. So if I'm doing a double turn, eight shows a week, they want me to do that double turn into that layout clean every night if possible. So I have to find ways, how can I, what what do I have to lift in my body to keep that a consistent double turn so that I can do mm -hmm. it? There's so there's an awareness that came with ballet as a man. I said, but also now that I'm, I'm much bigger, um, I've lost a lot of weight doing the show, but even before the show, like, you know, drained me of a, of a lot of my, my weight. Um, Man, I was at my biggest over the pandemic. So yeah. I'm, I've always been quite flexible. So I, I will say that. I think I had that advantage as a, as a kid, as a man, um, as a boy growing up, I was pretty flexible, always could do my splits and, and things like that. So that gave me an advantage in dance, but I've always stretched throughout my training process and, and putting on weight and putting on size. And so now that I'm in my thirties, I'm 31. I remember this guy I was training with he said to me, um, he was six foot seven and I was on tour with Lion King. And he mm -hmm. was like, yeah, wait till you get into your thirties. I said, what happens then? He said, you get this <laughs> and I was like, me wide. All right, bro. You know, like he's just talking. He don't know me. He, I, I don't, I don't live in the future. He, he doesn't either, but I didn't think he was serious. And now it's like that, that is my base, but I've always been stretching. I've always been working. I've always been doing performances. So I guess even yeah. on the size, I was able to maintain flexibility. So I think when people see me perform, it's kind of like, wait, how do you, wait, wait, how are you doing this right now? How are you the size that you are and you're able to, you know, still move uh, as, as fluid as you can or whatever mm -hmm. it is. So yeah, yeah, that, that's been my experience, at least as a man. Yeah, because we don't stretch when we work out. We, we work out, um, we might get on the treadmill yeah. before we start working out but we work out and then we leave. Like there's no, there's no stretching. There's no cooling down. Like, it's just, it's not happening. I don't got time. Where's my smoothie? Oh like that's how I know go for the gym. <laughs> it's run, run, get my smoothie and let's go. Um, maybe the sauna, it might work. Yes. Um, you get to, you get to college, you're, you're dancing. At what point do you say, I want this to be a professional career? Well, that was always the plan. Um, yeah, even that was all. That was always your plan. Yeah. My mom wow. was, yeah. But it was it was a little bit different than what I'm saying because um, there's concert dance and then there's theater, right? Mm -hmm. Concert dance is Alvin Ailey. That's like American Ballet Theater, New York City Ballet. That's um, uh, Lines Ballet, uh, Cedar Lake, all these companies that perform uh, repertoire. So they'll have a choreographer come in, teach them choreography. And then they'll okay. put it, you know, in season. And so that was what I was initially wanting to do. 
So I went into college with the mindset of becoming a concert dancer. So that's knowing your ballet, uh, you know, knowing your moderns. There's so many different types of modern uh, techniques that you have to learn as well. So knowing all these things so that you can have a successful career as a concert dancer. And, um, you know, I started working closely with this company. I don't need to say what company it was back in college. Um, and, and long story short, it fell through. And I was like, so what are we doing? Like, what do, what do I do now? And once I graduated yeah. college, you know, I started looking up Playbill. Now, my mom and I, we always used to go and see Broadway shows together. And we always talked about me being on Broadway. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that eventually. I never thought of how I would do it. I never thought of, of the steps that it takes to get there. But I saw, you know, once I graduated college, I saw ads online on playbill.com for theater, Lion King, Wicked, other shows. And um, I just went to the auditions. And then that's when I booked my first um, Broadway show uh, production. And then doing that, and it was a tour of Lion King. And I was there for about three and a half years. Um, mm -hmm. Did that. And uh, from then, I just started seeing other shows. And I was like, I really want to do that one. I really wanted to do Hamilton. I didn't think they would hire me because I was tall. And yeah, here we are, you know, and yeah. so on and so forth. And then just things just kept happening in the theater world. Uh, which is what did I feel like when you when you landed your first gig on Broadway horror experience or my first Broadway experience let's do both um because even even going on tour with a Broadway show is it's that step like it kind of it's that level of achievement that you pretty much work towards um just being in the, in the industry, like to say I'm doing this show on tour, like it's it's still a big deal. Yeah, it um, was a very, I will say it was, uh, I learned so much, I think my first um, touring experience with Lion King uh, for a number of reasons. I think in Lion King, you, and as a dancer in the show, you play a bunch of puppets. You're in puppets, you're in things that cover you up. And then the concert dance world, I went to school, you know, you're not dancing in puppets, you're dancing as yourself. And so mm -hmm. I think um, a level of validation that I was used to getting. And I thought that meant I was doing a good job. And so when I was doing Lion King, I'm wearing these puppets, I'm coming to the stage door and people were like, who are you? <laughs> so for me, I, I, you, don't always, you don't always know if you're doing a great job. Yeah. But then you have those moments when you're like, okay, well, I have to figure out how to do eight shows a week because I've never done that before when I was 22, which was a huge culture shock. Um, a great experience, a great learning experience, but very difficult. And you, there's yeah. no way to truly prepare for it. You just have to do it. And each show is different. You know, this show, yeah. Jay, is probably one of the most uh, difficult shows I've done um, on my body, my mind, and my spirit. And, you know, this, um, here we are, we're doing it. And so your body adjusts mm -hmm. according to, you know, whatever show you're doing. Um, but yeah, yeah, my, my touring experience was, it, it was a lot that I learned. And uh, I'm grateful for it because it taught me a lot about my, um, uh, not just discipline, but uh, integrity behind the movement. If you're in the mm. back, people don't know it's you. Eight shows a week, are you still going to give 100% of what you have? I don't know. I, uh, one of my pet peeves when I go to a show and I see somebody marking, I'm like, ah, yeah. we 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 wanted this, like we wanted to do this, 
and it's hard. Like it's not easy, but now that we're here, if we're gonna do it, if we're gonna be on stage, we might as well do it. Don't save it, you know. But yeah, yeah, it's been um, a huge learning experience. I like that um, because sometimes we really we we get to a place of taking the opportunity that we've prayed for, worked for, sacrificed for, and then get it and just like take it for granted because it's not the opportunity that we wanted. So it's like, eh, it's just this, I, I can skate through. It's, um, so that integrity part, that's, that's major. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the work doesn't stop when you get the job. I think sometimes, especially now, I think with social media, if you're doing something cool like Broadway, you know, a lot of people want to get there at some point. And sometimes you will get the job, you're so excited. They're like, I got it. And then, you know, they come and do whatever they want to do at work. And you're like, but that's, yeah. that's, that's not where the work starts now that we have the job. Now it's about how do we, we take care of ourselves so that we can do it every day. How can we give it a hundred percent of what we have every time we perform? How do we, you know, keep it consistent? Just things like that. Yeah. And then when you um, when you actually get on Broadway, and you're now in the theater, and you're on the row, um, your first show was Hamilton. Yes. Which is major, and sold out for a very long time. So people that got to see it, it's like, it's, it becomes a big deal. Yeah. Um, I have a friend that he did Hamilton for a while. We were talking and he was saying that as draining as it is, he understands that every single person sitting in the, in the theater spent hundreds of dollars to sit in the theater. Yeah. So he's like, I have to go 110% every single time. Like it's the first time I did it. So it's like, it touches back on that integrity part you were saying, but it also, it reminds you that the strenuous aspect of being a Broadway performer is really hard. And a lot of us don't really have to do anything that strenuous on a daily basis. I can't sing to start. That's just, <laughs> let's just be, let's just be honest. I don't believe I'm not that. a singer. <laughs> I'm not a singer. I'm not a dancer. I I will write a magazine in a heartbeat, but the other two I'm oh, not doing. Well, 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 so you clearly do that well. I I appreciate that. Yes. However, <laughs> I don't have I don't have to do this for hours every day, eight times a week, the exact same way, and not mess up because the moment I mess up. It's like the person that's never seen this before is now going to go and review and say, you are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't have that level of stress. So yeah. like, how do you mentally like, yeah. how, like, how do you mentally do it? It's trial and error, I guess. I, I mean, I, I stay prayed up. I ask God for help because I'm not perfect. I get in the way. Mm -hmm. I tired i get fatigued and i think sometimes i can only speak for me personally i'm sure you know everyone else could say the same thing but it takes a lot for me to do the show and to make it look easy is what we're hired to do and when you make yeah. it people think it's easy 
<laughs> and so when you're like, I need a day, I need a week, I need to reset, people are like, why? I'm doing this every day. Have you ever prepared yeah. for a show? When you prepare for a show, there's 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 a list of things that go before that. You're trying to get yourself ready. You take a shower, you get something to eat. You really have to prepare yourself for this event. We're mm -hmm. doing that every day of every week. Like you said, you know, the pressure of coming in and being consistent because it's somebody's first time seeing the show. Somebody paid, mm -hmm. it's not, I'm, I'm, it's been amazing even with MJ people. Oh my gosh, they've come like 15 to 20 times. Yeah. Opened in February. I'm like, oh, what? And even for those people, they're paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars to to feel that joy that they had the first time, the second time, the third time. Right. So it's like, I just, I, I do my best to bring that and to remember that how, how it feel, how I feel, it doesn't show. Like they don't know what I'm feeling, right? So I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm just gonna try and, and give it my best. I'm gonna smile, I'm gonna perform because I remember what it was like for me to see a Broadway show. I didn't know that they did that eight shows a week. I had no idea. Yeah. Doesn't know. They don't know what I'm feeling. So I, yeah. I, I almost pretend, I almost pretend that it, this is, um, that I'm chilling. like, I'm like, yeah, this is the first time I did this. Even though my body is like, I don't, Raymond, if you do one more, <laughs> if you do one more turn on your left leg, I'm, I'm losing. My body will be telling me that. My body is like, I cannot believe how much I have to do in the next two hours. Yeah. You know? But I have to tell myself, okay, well, here we are. They don't know. This, and and I, I try to tell my, I tell myself this, I don't think I'll be able to explain it, but I try to tell myself to perform the way that I've always imagined myself performing. Mm. There are moments in the show that I'm doing currently that I've dreamt of when I was a kid. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. It's really crazy having those moments. Um, and and no, that doesn't always stay present in my mind because I'm human. Like I said, I get tired. My body hurts. But for the most part, I'm like, remember, just perform the way that you've always imagined yourself performing being confident, being free, being consistent, being as as great as you allow yourself to be. It's, it's, it's yeah. a lot, it's a lot. So for me, the, the closest I come to that, um, I like to run. I love going running. Um, oh, yeah. I mean. I don't. <laughs> do not. But I, I guarantee you, you're probably more conditioned to run further than I am and I run because you're you're conditioned to perform and react and be mobile and all that kind of like again I'm conditioned to write yes. but when running it becomes my body saying you're crazy <laughs> stop this is no longer okay literally what are you doing like I'm literally ready to give out on you if you run another quarter of anything, I'm going to lay on the ground. Like that's, that's my body. My mind is like, don't stop. You can keep going. You have more in you push. And it's like, it's that, that mind over body, like your body be ready to just. Yo, every day. It, every... it has a different limit. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, I remember there was this, is this actor, his name was Joshua Henry. 
and we did Hamilton together. We did um, LA, the West uh, West Coast company together. Mm -hmm. And man, he's incredible. Like when he's on stage, it's, it's, it's incredible to watch this man commit to whatever he's doing, movement, voice, acting, he's incredible. But even off stage, he was such a light. And I'm looking at this man, I'm like, you're the lead of this show. <laughs> and you have enough energy to talk. Meanwhile, you know, I'm over here like trying to, you know, give myself pep talks, breathe, like get your <laughs> still being a light backstage. So I asked him, I said, what do you, how do you do it? How do you have the energy to do this every day? You come in every day, you're doing the show to the best of your ability and you're still being uh, kind and social. How do you do it? He was like, you have to believe that your energy, your, uh, your energy is limitless. Like there's, mm. there's no end to your energy. And I'm like, what? How do you get there? Yeah. And it's here. There's a, and I haven't mastered it yet. I have not figured it all out. But there are times where our body is like, nah, I won this war. We sitting down today. <laughs> you know, we're sitting down. It, it really is a mind over matter thing. You have to tell yourself and and, and do the best to, to prepare yourself for every week. Every Wednesday and every Saturday, I have two shows, you know, and my body's like, okay. <sighs> You know, and you're like, you can do this. Just breathe through it. Just take your moments. Pace yourself. You know, don't 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 think too hard. Take it one moment at a time. It really is a huge mind game. It is. Yeah. yeah. You got it, man. Because I'll be on the stage like, <laughs> I How? forgot my step. Yeah, I know. I know. Which, Where which, am I supposed to be? <laughs> which does happen. Which does happen uh, sometimes. And that's the, the, the part about live theater that makes it fun, I guess. Because you're like... Did you see that? Did you hear me say that line? Did you did you catch that mess up? You're like, yeah. oh, I have to do it tomorrow and, and 30 days after that. So, you know. You got it. Yeah. You, while on Hamilton, because we're going to get to the MJ experience next. Um, while on Hamilton, you do Thanksgiving Day Parade and everybody finds out who you are. Okay. <laughs> Every Everyone... You pretty much, you get blasted. There's this Hamilton actor that is stunning to the world. And now everyone finds out who you are. What was that like? Like, what's the amount of attention, reckless attention, stalking okay. yeah. behavior? Like, what did that do to your life? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't as crazy I guess as some would imagine it being I honestly just all of a sudden you know you just you go on to your Instagram and you're like wait what happened <laughs> <laughs> like tag me in something I'm like no we were just on TV and I think it's it, I think it's amazing I'm so grateful you know to God that you know I'm, for, for all the encouragement that I've gotten over the past you know few years um, but yeah, I was just, you know, I was just doing my thing and then, you know, it just happened. I think it's, it's means a lot, especially as a dancer, you know, we, we, most times, almost all the time, we, we get the shorter end of the stick, um, in theater, in any industry that people are like, oh, you guys are the dancers and they don't realize what it takes for us to do what we do. So I yeah. think we noticed, um, in a group of people and they say, who, who's that though? I think that's, of course, that's a really cool feeling. And I'm grateful for that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. 
MJ experience. MJ. Um, you're 31. Yes. So you teenager when when he died. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you get the opportunity for the show, um, knowing how many dancers audition and how how long of a list it is for people that want to do something that is involved what was that experience for you getting the nod to say you're going to be on oh okay so this is going to be uh it's quite funny um <laughs> <laughs> i heard about the auditions and every time there was an audition it was like on a day off because i was already you know still currently doing hamilton so it was either on a day off or uh it was, it just didn't work out with my schedule. And so I was like, hmm. I wasn't really pressed because I was also, mm. I, I was kind of just doing my thing already. Not, yeah. that I, not that I knew what was next for me, but I was just, you know, whatever. So my agent, she said, there's an uh, audition. And she sent me an audition for MJ maybe two, three times at this point. And I was like, let me go. Cause I, I don't want her to like think that I'm not gonna go to, you know, I'm not wanting to do any of the auditions she sent me out for. And so I went, and you know we're learning this choreography and i'm like drenched by the end of the audition and i was like all right i went to this audition it was so much fun great and then you know within the hour my agent was like so they want to offer you um uh the workshop for those who don't know what workshop workshopping is it's when they do a series of weeks where they go over the music and how they're going to put together the show and, and the choreography all those things so before it gets to Broadway before they showcase it. So they just want to workshop some things. And so they were offering me the workshop. And I declined because I was already in a crazy schedule. And I was like, I can't, I don't know how I'm going to be able to balance both. Um, and they were like, we want you to reconsider. Um, I was like, okay. So it ended up working out to where I was able to do the workshop. And uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was a great experience. I think as a, as a cast, I've never worked with uh, such an amazing group of people that I had great camaraderie with. We had that with Hamilton, of course. It was a great knit family. But MJ, there was a different kind of energy. It was no bad juju. People weren't like coming for each other or trying to shade each other. Yeah. Really great environment to work and very encouraging and uplifting and people wanted to be there. So that was really cool. And then um, the pandemic hit. And so we had all this time off and I was still trying to figure out if I still wanted to do it. You know, I also take in my um, uh, weightlifting a little bit more seriously and I was just enjoying that process. I was I was much bigger than most dancers. Mm -hmm. So there were, I was still trying to figure out if I was gonna do it and I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna do it. I think it'd be a great experience. Like I said, I had a great one uh, a couple of years prior to it. So once the pandemic finally ended and we all reconnected, yeah, it just um, it just has been a crazy roller coaster experience doing the show um, because it's so special. It's it's, it's yeah. not any other Broadway show. I don't know if you've gotten to see it yet. Um, not yet. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, gotta make my way to New York first. Yeah, I mean, whenever you see it, it really is just it's like the Broadway Olympics. Like the the the, the sound, the lighting, the the choreography the cast, Miles, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll love it. What was the, 
I guess for you, the biggest challenge <laughs> of being on the show or being in this production, what is that for you right now? Or is there even a, a challenge to being on it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, again, I'm 31. I think when I got the show, I was like 28 turning 29. So doing the show in my 30s is way more different than I think doing a show <laughs> would be in my 20s. But I'm learning a lot about myself. I'm learning that I'm stronger than I think I am. But I'm oh my goodness, my body and my mind has been through so much because of, of the schedule. But what yeah. we're doing on stage physically um, is something like that I've never done before uh, at, its, at this caliber with this schedule, eight shows a week. So my experience has been a lot of ups, a lot of ups, but also a lot of uh, challenges with trying to maintain enough energy to do what I love to do. Um, so that that has been the biggest challenge it's like how do I do this even today waking up I'm like all right you know we got the show tonight <laughs> you know it's like you know it's you gotta always prepare yourself that's probably the biggest challenge honestly yeah has um anybody from the family been to the show already yes um I have a, a quite I know Janet Janice in Harlem has she come down who's in Harlem Janet Janet oh uh, yeah. okay no she hasn't so the show yet I, at least I don't think so um her, the Jack the brothers did uh, Tito okay um uh, oh goodness Jackie and, and I don't think Jermaine came but yeah the, all the brothers came except for I think Jermaine Okay. Yeah. Was that a lot of people find it hard to perform in front of them when it's a Michael Jackson show of any caliber? Yeah. Did you know beforehand that they were out there? No. Um, okay. I think, and then like during the show, you'll hear people, I think uh, such and such is here. I think such and such is here. And some people don't want to know that. A lot of people actually more often. I feel like my castmates don't want to know. They don't yeah. want to know who's because it makes you, you keep getting your head. You're like, I don't want to, let me just do my show. And then, you mm -hmm. know, tell me after. Okay, great. You know, they saw they saw the show. But usually, um, yeah, we just, we, we find out during the show and then we meet them after sometimes. Sometimes we don't. Um, but we've had a lot mm -hmm. of great the Jackson's Paris, uh, his daughter, his family, they come a lot, which is cool. So, yeah. Yeah. One of my friends, she took her son to the show and like after the show, he's like in full MJ everything. Like he's dancing down the sidewalk. She takes like Instagram videos and was like, this is the best night of his life. <laughs> I love that. And he, he's like going in. Um, so knowing that you guys are inspiring another generation who wasn't alive, when Michael Jackson was alive, that you guys are continuing that legacy, continue that inspiration. What is that? Have you thought about that? Let's start there before I ask you, what does it feel like? I probably haven't really thought about it um, that way before. I think, you know, we just wanted to put out good work um, and we wanted to make, I think Lynn, who wrote the book, 
wanted to put out something that celebrated Michael and his legacy, which she did beautifully. Um, she was able to start the show back in 92, right before mm -hmm. he started the Dangerous Tour. And we, she did a really great way of weaving in and out of his past into that present of putting the tour together right to the very moment he like pops out of the toaster and um, he's doing the Dangerous Tour. It, it's really, really, really incredible work. Yeah. So working out and then we can wrap up. You're literally physically conditioning on the show. Dancing on that level, that caliber eight times a day for two hours a day is a lot of conditioning. How are you still going to the gym before doing these shows? Like I'm, I watched the video. I'm like, he's literally working out like he doesn't have these many shows to do over the next six days. Yeah. So how are you finding time, one? Um, and then for you, I guess, mentally, is it just healthy for you to be in the gym and in that environment? Um, to be honest, I don't even get to the gym a lot anymore. For one, I don't have the energy, uh, but my body uh, has limits. You know okay. what I mean? So I only go to the gym twice a week. Or maybe three times if I feel good. Oh, okay. It's only only two or three times a week that you go work out. Yes. <laughs> and what I use it's only, I don't go to the gym. It's only like two or three times. <laughs> I mean, like I used to now now. I was asking somebody that went to the gym like five times out of the week. Okay, so it's just it's a lot less frequent than what it used to be. Yes. Okay, but I, I love that. I love that you consider that I don't go to the gym anymore. Like, it's just like, I might pop in, but I don't go to the gym no more. It's only three times, like every other day. Think about it that way. Because I, I used to be in the gym for maybe two hours, two, two and a half, sometimes three and a half hours. It was crazy. But now I'm in there for an hour, hour and a half max. And that's just enough. My body doesn't need more than that. You know, I've been mm -hmm. long enough now to know how to get the uh, most effective workout in a short amount of time. So, you know, when I'm there for that, you know, two or two, maybe three days out of the week, I'm, I'm really in and out just to make yeah. uh, also my mental. It really does help me with my, um, my, you know, my mental health a lot. And in addition to maintaining something that makes me happy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. So we want to encourage people to, you know, not work out I'm three sorry. times a week. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think. Well, well, are you are you somebody that likes to go to the gym? Like, what's what's your? Thing? Do I like going to the gym? Absolutely not. Um, do, do, do I go? But I think if I had if if I had a non creepy, really dope gym with great equipment, I would absolutely love working out. But there's something about working out and just being stared at as you're working out that just it is creepy. And then I love working out. I don't like going to the gym. Let's say that. Yeah, no, I get that. Because I, I remember when I first started training, I always was so self-conscious. Like, I always thought, like, 
oh my gosh, is my form okay? Because they're probably looking at me like, what's this little kid doing? Like, bro, <laughs> get out, get out of the gym. And, um, when, you do, when, when you go, you, you I, I had to find my why. And I think my why was uh, obviously mm -hmm. because I was performing in front of hundreds of people every day with yeah. no clothes on. You know, Lion King, you know, your body's out. You got wearing crop tops and mini diapers. It's, <laughs> so I'm wearing this stuff, you know what I mean? And I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I'm, my body's out, I don't want to be self-conscious because if you are, then people can see that in your performance, right? You don't want people to see yeah. this. That is so uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> to watch someone <laughs> not show of themselves while they're presenting to however many people. And so that was my why. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, if I work on my body, you know, people are, um, I'm going to be a little bit more confident. I'm going to feel more in my body and then I'll have a great show. And then I started to see the benefits of it. And then I just fell in love with it. So then it became like something, like I said, that became part of my mental health routine. Um, and it's something that is, I'm like, oh, and I could do this. I don't have to do all this. I could actually just do this and that could shape my body differently. That's amazing. Like I never thought yeah, no, it's transformed. It's great like being in the gym and figuring out how yeah. to manipulate muscles. Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. So cool. Um, I actually had to be in the gym in 15 minutes. So <laughs> this is not a, not a happy moment. <laughs> ah, I'm screaming. It's, it's arms and shoulders and we're not happy about it. Um, That's so much fun. That's one of my favorite workouts. No, because then when you go to brush your teeth the next day, <laughs> it's just like something's going to lock you right in here. <laughs> You know, you did it correctly. Something's going to lock right in here. And then you're going to go to stand up and this tricep is going to lock and oh. putting your shirt on. That's going to hurt. It's just, there's a lot of, oh. I got to shave my head before I do arm day because I can't like pull the whole way back and get back oh. to that side anymore. Oh my gosh. So there's, there's that part. So there's, there's the, there's the cons of the workout. Yeah. The pros are like, you did it and it's going to show you some things. So the right. cons are the mobility going to hurt for a little while. Don't um, cool down, cool down and stretch it out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It'll help. It'll help. Yeah. Where's my smoothie? <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, have a smoothie or something. Have your protein. All right. What is, what's next for you? I mean, well, I hate to ask people that when like you're in the middle of something that's huge. Um, what ultimately, ultimately, what do you want to do? Oh man, everything. Of course, I want to do, you know, TV, film, choreography is something I want to do. I want to work with some artists. I want to perform uh, and do some tours with artists because I, I just, that's something I always wanted to do as well. I said, but right now, what's next for me is rest. <laughs> I'm smart. I, I'm going to rest. Um, my body, my mind, my spirit uh, need that. Yeah. You know? especially if I'm going to continue to be an artist and heal um, people who come to see, people who come and see the show are wanting to be healed. You know what I mean? They want to yeah. us for a couple of hours. So we need to, if we're going to heal, we need to heal ourselves too. So rest, rest before anything is, is next for me. Yeah, nice. Um, to, to kids um, that want to be dancers, and 
I say it's like the you watch the Olympics and you watch like these acrobats or not acrobats. That's oh my god, that's cardboard gymnasts um, who are doing flips and tucks and all this other kind of stuff. And it's like you think about this kid that is in the field in the hood that literally would do backflips the whole way down a hill, <laughs> but would never have that same opportunity. Like, what do you what do you say to those kids that are they love dancing, but just feel like there's no outlet. I I hope that um, I hope that they can take advantage of the times that we're in. Uh, we have TikTok, we have um, Instagram, we have all these things that now people are pretty much getting famous for setting up their camera and copying somebody. Now it's the coolest thing to see because we love to see different variations of it. So that's ways that people are getting their names out there. I mean, I can't tell you how many, you know, friends of mine have um, had endorsements and uh, job opportunities just from posting a video of them doing a little Harlem shake in their bathroom. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I, I say to those kids, you know, utilize the times that we're in, you know, and don't don't be so worried or I guess get caught up in the likes. Uh, how many likes you get, how many views you get, just keep posting it, I guess, and and, and yeah. something will eventually hit. Truly, I'm like, and just share it. You never know who gets to see it. You know what I mean? And just, just yeah, have a have a good time on on social media because I mean, of course, you gotta find your balance. Social media can be very overwhelming, overstimulating, but it helped a lot of people um, who may look different. Um, you know, mm -hmm. than, than your your typical dancer that you're used to seeing on TV or on the music video. And so people that's changing up a lot of the, the culture of, of dance and, and who gets hired because they see what you're doing and they're like, we like that. You know, you don't look like a typical dancer, but you're killing it. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Um, yeah, I would just say to, to utilize those resources.